0: 24-year-old Mitrice Richardson made the journey to Malibu on September 16, 2009 in the midst of a serious mental health episode that wrongfully landed her behind bars and ultimately cost her her life.
1: Mitrice Richardson walked out of a Los Angeles County Sheriff's Office and into a mystery that continues to baffle investigators. Richardson entered this exclusive Malibu restaurant alone and was later arrested after she couldn't pay her $89 bill. Management says the young woman looked sober, but her behavior was described as unusual. In her
0: car, police found a small amount of marijuana. We cited her for that, and then we took her to
1: the station here. The Lost Hills Sheriff Station is in a remote industrial area. Richardson was booked, then released at 1 a.m.
0: Mitrice was a recent graduate of Cal State Fullerton, an intern with Dr. Rhonda Hampton, a clinical psychologist from Diamond Bar. Upon learning Mitrice disappeared, Dr. Hampton joined the search to find her and has been an integral part of the case ever since. Dr. Hampton and I met in 2018 during the Malibu Creek State Park shootings through a mutual acquaintance. We compared information individually gathered and utilized connections we built in the law enforcement community, including Alex Villanueva, who was running for sheriff at the time and whom Dr. Hampton was closely aligned with. Through that relationship, we built additional connections and uncovered more shocking evidence in the case. In this first series, we do a deep dive into the Maitrece Richardson investigation, revealing information never released before to the public. My name is Cece Woods. I'm an investigative reporter from Malibu, California, and this is my investigation into the Maitrese Richardson case. In the days before Maitrese's disappearance, Family and friends noticed she was displaying very unusual behavior, both in person and on social media. The morning before she disappeared, Mitrice uploaded 66 posts to Facebook between the hours of 8.26 a.m. and 1.34 p.m. The posts were rambling on, making absolutely no sense.
1: It was clear, and, and I say clear because I've now been able to go back and look at Mitrice's Facebook postings. So, that she had been even prior two days before the 16th she had been up and she had been making unusual posts on her uh facebook page and um really speaking in just like almost coded language and you know talking about various um musical artists and talking about writing a book and just um talking about the letter eight a lot and just a lot of unusual pro- postings even the days you know a couple days before she went missing and it was clear that she wasn't getting any sleep because you could see the times that she was making these postings. I just know at some point she stopped sending messages on her on her social media and that there were lots of friends you know, since she had been posting so much, people began to be concerned because she stopped posting um, and people were looking for her. like where is she?
0: Maiatrice appeared to be experiencing some type of mental distress. We would later learn through a thorough investigation of Mitreza's social media activity that she was up for approximately 72 hours straight, which is consistent with a manic episode. Dr. Hampton walks us through Mitreza's last day before her disappearance.
1: At, at some point, um, of course I learned much later, that she um, arrived at Cal State Fullerton and she arrived to the... Um, the office of one of her favorite instructors and um when she when she got there she asked for the instructor and instructor wasn't there so she sat and waited and from what i hear she waited for quite uh quite a bit of time more than an hour in any case before that professor would be in between classes and be able to see her and so when the professor finally came my um spoke to her about a book that she was going to write and she was acting unusual and I I spoke directly to the professor about her behavior and how she was acting on that day and she just said that Mitrice was acting just really unusual and um, she was so concerned for Mitrice that she walked Mitrice over to the office of another professor who was also a psychologist and that um, professor just was not there and so um, at that point Mitrice Kind of caught on to something was going on, like the professor was um, thinking something was wrong with her. Like Mytrees caught on to that, and so Mytrees left.
0: According to Mytrees's friends, she was upset that the professor thought she was crazy and felt misunderstood.
1: I heard from some of her friends that Mytrees was very upset about what the pro- about the professor's uh, treatment of her. And, she, and that she picked up on that, the professor thought something was wrong with her. And so she was just kind of devastated because this was a woman that she really looked up to. And she felt like this woman could understand where she was coming from. And instead, the, the woman thought that something was wrong with her, which, which clearly there was. I'm not, at some point she went to work and I'm not sure if that's before she went to Cal State Fullerton or after. I'm not really sure. I haven't gotten clarity on that. Uh, but when she was at work, she was noticed as being very scatterbrained very disorganized very unlike herself and i can certainly attest to when my trees you know worked in my office she would come in she's very organized she's very you know prompt and on time and um just very professional and so that they noticed her acting very much not her not herself and she ended up leaving early um and she ended up leaving her job early and um From there, and I'm not sure of the chronological order. I do know at some point she ends up at her aunt's house in Eaglewood, and um, she kind of left a note on her aunt's, or it was on the, I think it was on the window of her uncle's car somewhere um, at, at the home, and she left these postcards of her, like there were advertisements of her dancing, and so she left those, you know, on the on the lawn of her aunt's house.
0: In June 2009, trace entered Ciara's Universal Dance and Talent Competition in hopes of becoming a dance instructor. Hey, you all, what's up? It's Ciara here, and I'm calling all my West Coast dancers. That's right, I'm calling you guys for the UDT Universal Dance and Talent Dance Auditions, which are happening June 20th in LA, and it's going to be happening at the Basement Dance Center. At 1 p.m., we're calling out all the hip-hop dancers. At 3 p.m., we're going to be calling out the modern dancers. And I'm just very excited to see what the L.A. dancers have to offer. I'm so thrilled, you know. UDT is all about getting the new hot dancers. So you guys, bring your A-game. I'm looking forward to all that good energy and just really coming out to just rock, you know, and do what you love to do. So see you guys June 20th at the Basement Dance Center. A few months later... She landed an internship at Ciara's Dance Studio and posted about it on Facebook on September 9th, just one week before she disappeared. Dr. Hampton would later discover in one of Mitrice's diaries that on the day of her disappearance, she had an appointment at Ciara's Dance Studio in Woodland Hills.
1: Um, Subsequent to her going missing, I was able to look at one of her, her diaries and it had an appointment date and time, which would have been on the 16th, and she had a meeting at Ciara's. So I actually called Ciara's Dance Studio and I asked them if my Teresa had, had an appointment there and if she had made that appointment. They did confirm that she had had an appointment there and they, uh, but they didn't know if she had made it and they didn't know who the appointment with, was with. So the woman who answered the phone was gonna find that information out. She was gonna call me the next day and tell me you know, exactly what came of that appointment. She never called me. So a couple days later, I called back the studio and said, you know, remind, reminded the person who I was. And, and they told me that um, they were not allowed to give me that information. Actually, the sheriffs that told them not to uh, give them any other information um, about my trees.
0: And that was the same day that she went to Joffrey. That that took yep. place, correct? Yes,
1: that was the same day that she went to and Joffrey. So,
0: do we know anything after the Sierra? So, right.
1: so I don't even know if she actually made it to the interview. The only thing I can confirm is that she had an appointment there. And one of the things that I learned is that my trees had. Um, She had gotten an internship or something at Ciara's Dance Studios. She had actually been there a couple of times. Um, I was able, I talked to a friend of hers and the friend told me that um, my treatise had applied for a job there, but um, I I think her dancing skills weren't quite, you know, her hip hop skills weren't quite as good um, as they needed to to be. And so she was offered a job, but I think it was like as a secretary or something like this while she would have been, you know, getting more dance lessons herself. And it just, it didn't pay my treatise enough money um to take that job but they somehow they agreed to bring her on um as an intern at ciara's dance studio that's my understanding of uh, so she had been there a couple of times and met with somebody in that regard so i mean pretty much those are kind of the things that we know you know happened on that day and then the next thing is that she's at Joffrey's restaurant
0: it is not known why Maitrese chose Malibu for any other reason other than, according to reports, she believed the ocean was calling her. As Maitrese made her way down PCH in her Honda Civic, she was drawn to the lights at Joffrey's Restaurant. Dr. Hampton and I discussed the events that night leading up to her arrest.
1: Yeah, so she arrives at Joffrey's Restaurant, and she, just in summary, because I mean, uh, you know, this is out there for people to, you know, to hear, and I'm sure people followed her story of, heard it you know numerous times but so, so in a nutshell she's arrived she arrives in her car at Joffe's restaurant um and she one of the things that she did is that she parks her car somewhere and she gets into the car of the valet and she's making claims to the valet that um the car that they were in together was her car now this was the but this was not her car it was the valet, valet's car but she was going through the cds Talking about, you know, how this was her car. Talking about how she's there to avenge the death of Michael Jackson. That she was waiting for someone. Um, so all kinds of, you know, kind of bizarre statements. Bizarre enough for him to want to go alert the, um, you know, the staff that if this woman comes in, this, there might be a problem. So he had to. He briefly had to park her car, and then he was coming back to get my trees. But she had already been, you know, admitted into the restaurant by that point. Although he did give them heads up, like she's she's acting bizarre, something might be wrong with her. Um, they sat her down at a table alone, um, where she ordered, you know, a Kobe steak and a ocean breeze, um, and then <laughs> and then ultimately um, sat at sat at a table uh, of patrons who were there and just sort of joined their ta- joined their table and started talking about you know just bizarre things and you know. That she was going to be famous one day and that she was going to she was called to be uh, in Hawaii and just you know reading their palms and just you know acting strange. They describe her as very friendly and, but also very, you know, very odd. I was able to speak with um, a family member of somebody who was at that table and they were all very concerned about her, but that she wasn't she wasn't threatening in any any way, just just bizarre. We'll show station, Deputy Shalef, I can help you.
0: Hi, I'm calling from Joffrey's Restaurant in Malibu. Yeah. Um, we have a guest here who is refusing to pay her bill, and we think she may, she sounds really crazy, she may be on drugs or something. Um, we were wondering if someone could come by and pick her up. Okay, well, what's the address there? It's 27400 Pacific Coast Highway. And is she a white, black, Asian, Hispanic? She's um, young, black, girl, probably in her 20s. Okay, what's she wearing? She's wearing a black t shirt and I think blue jeans.
1: Is she with anybody else?
0: No, it's just her. Okay, so we do believe that uh, Matrice was having a mental health episode that night. Uh, and based on social media posts, based on the guests at the restaurant, based on even the phone call that was made to the Lost Hill Station, it was pretty clear that Mitrice was having some sort of mental health episode.
1: And this is where everything gets messy, because there's what actually happened at the scene is, did you search her car consensually, and why did she agree for a consensual search of her car? So if she knew that her wallet was in her car, she could have just walked to her car, got her own wallet, and paid the bill. So why does there need to be a consensual search when they could have just told her to get her own wallet? So the consensual search was her vehicle, not her person.
0: They they alluded to her person, the fem search on the way back to to the station.
1: Yes, the consensual search was that she, the consensual search was that she consented to have her car searched. For whatever reason, she would need to have her car. I don't know what probable cause they had to search her car, um, and 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 in the re- they don't say why. They just say a consensual search. No one says that we wanted to search her car. I mean, like in the report, it doesn't say we wanted to search her car to see if she had money. We were told by the by the sheriff's department that they wanted to search her car to see if she had a wallet, but that's not listed in the report. That's a big chunk of information to leave out. So she agrees to a consensual search even if she was going to leave without paying, she never got outside of what you would consider the restaurant proper to actually be accused. Um I mean to to actually you know, I to me be accused of stealing or failing it to pay because she hadn't actually left yet. So the way so because that restaurant so much of it is outdoors and including the the hostess booth which is I mean it has a cover on it but it's outdoor. She never walked past a hostess booth. So then the question I had was, well, then why were they able to have her arrested for failure to pay an innkeeper when she hadn't crossed that line yet? When they asked her to stop, she stopped. None of that is when they said, oh, well, by the way, she did have her wallet, which meant that they had her ID the entire time, which meant that if the the failure to pay an innkeeper was the reason why they booked her, which which was what they stated, then they could have just used her credit card to pay her bill. They meant that there was medication found. So here's the thing, if there is medication found in your car, um, then, then that's a health condition. Then that means that someone has to come in and they have to make a determination whether or not, what kind of care that she's going to need. Now, at the Lost Dale Station, they don't have medical facilities. So she would have had to be taken somewhere that does have um, medical facilities in order to treat whatever condition she had. That's not uncommon. You know, if you walk in with, with a, a medical condition and you need medication, it's not uncommon for smaller stations to have to, you know, send you to the larger, you know, maybe downtown or somewhere where they have medical facilities. That did not happen in the case, in Mitrice's case. I want people to know specifically that we have never been told uh, in a consistent manner what happened to Mitrice. We don't know if she had her driver. We don't know what they found in, in, in her car. Because we were, and I'm going to reiterate this, we were told that she did not have her driver's license. And then we were also told that she did have her driver's license. And then we were told that she had to go to the station only because she didn't have her driver's license. But then we were also told that she had to go to the station because she had less than an ounce of marijuana. My point is, you can read things in this report that are very inconsistent with what what the sheriff's department has said and what the OIR um, is telling us. I am calling. I'm a little frazzled
0: right now. I understand my daughter is being brought into the station. My Teresa Richardson has they made it to the station yet, and she's been booked.
1: Okay. Is, is, do you know where she's coming from?
0: Uh, it's some restaurant out
1: in Malibu, and I, I didn't even think to get the name. The, okay. manager's yeah, name the is, only, the only I, place
0: we have somebody that's in custody that they just announced on the radio that they're coming up is from Joffrey's in Joffrey. the highway. It's the okay. only female that's being brought up to the station
1: as we speak. They actually just put it on the radio right before you call.
0: Okay, okay. I'm I'm her mother. Oh, okay. And are you guys going to book her and then release her on her own recognizant tonight? Because it, it's, it's dark, she doesn't have a car,
1: and I don't want her wandering out. I'm, I'm totally just taken aback because this is so out of character for her. Yeah and you'll see when she comes in she, she's well spoken i think the only way i will come and get her tonight is if you guys are going to release her tonight yeah. if
0: it's going to be held in custody for some type of arraignment tomorrow yeah. then i will wait until tomorrow she definitely has no place you know i mean she's not from that area and i would hate to <laughs> Wake up to a morning report, Uh I lost somewhere with her head chopped off, so I
1: guess I would have to come and get her, oh my God. Yeah, we're in a girl house. the only thing is, at least in the station here, she will be separated, so nobody's going to be with her. Uh, So at least that's,
0: you know, the plus thing, so you don't have to worry about her safety. Uh, oh yeah no i feel safe with her being yeah. in custody and being released but i'm worried about it it's crazy out here
1: all right well then i will more than likely call and touch a basis with you guys a little bit later um uh, yeah, she'll call you as soon me. as she comes in too well, I still I can
0: help you. yes good good morning my
1: name is latisha and i'm calling to follow up with my
0: daughter who was brought in last night around 10 30, 11 o'clock okay let me transfer the jailer hold on please thank you hmm